Two things launched the U.S. into space more than anything else, bravery and rocket fuel. But neither would have left Earth without something else, math. So maybe three things. And a huge NASA budget. So maybe at least four things, but none of them more important than math. And in the 1950s and 60s, Katherine Johnson did the math. Her calculations had life or death stakes. One rounding error and the whole U.S. space program would go up in flames. Hello and welcome to Incredible Feats, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Dan Cummins. You can find episodes of Incredible Feats and all other ParCast shows for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. October 4th, 1957. The Soviets launched the world's first satellite into orbit, Sputnik. And the ensuing space race changes the world for everyone, especially for Katherine Johnson. Katherine Johnson is a math genius. By the age of 18, she already has not one, but two college degrees, graduating summa cum laude with both. When I was 18, I was dropping a college calculus class. Math advantage, Katherine. Katherine had a math advantage on almost everyone. But as a black woman in America in the 50s, she had trouble finding a job in her field. Eventually, she's hired as a computer, doing calculations for the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, or the NACA. In 1958, in response to Sputnik's success, the NACA becomes NASA. Their goal, to put a man in space. Catherine volunteers to do the most important calculations. She had a phenomenal working knowledge of geometry when most NASA engineers did not. She tells them, you tell me when you want it and where you want it to land, and I'll do it backwards and tell you when to take off. Much more confidence than I could offer a space program. My version would be, you tell me where you want it, and I'll tell you good luck and go pack up my desk. End time and landing location in hand, Catherine calculates the arc of a parabola backwards to determine exactly where and when they should launch the first man into space. And I don't know what parabola means. The work is time-consuming and meticulous. Catherine sometimes pulls 16-hour days. A lot of ones are carried, I'm guessing. Soon, she has the final answer. They should launch off Cape Canaveral on May 5th, 1961 at 9.34 a.m. Unreal. That morning, Catherine watches the launch along with the rest of America. Astronaut Alan Shepard and the Freedom 7 will only be in the air for 15 minutes. And the fate of the U.S. space program rests on Catherine's calculations for those minutes. The Freedom 7 lifts off, shooting into space. Allen survives America's first human space flight and lands safely. Catherine's success earns her a promotion into engineering work. Before long, her calculations are programmed into the earliest IBM computers. 
But not everyone at the time trusts these newfangled computers. Change is scary. And it especially scares John Glenn, who's slated to be the first American to orbit the Earth. An IBM 7090 calculated his flight path, but three days before launch, John gets nervous. John demands they, quote, get the girl to double-check the computer's math and calculate his trajectory. The girl is Katherine Johnson. He trusts her brain more than a computer. I don't think you can really get smarter than that. I trust all computers more than my brain. Even that old Commodore 64 is probably still boxed up at my mom's house somewhere. According to NASA, Glenn says, if she says they're good, then I'm ready to go. Catherine spends most of the next 36 hours doing equations with just a calculator, pen, and paper. She ends up with enough paper to practically fill an encyclopedia all covered in her calculations and an answer. They're good. Incredible. Barely more than a day later, on February 20th, 1962, the Friendship 7 launches into space carrying John Glenn. He orbits Earth three times and lands safely. The numbers checked out. Catherine then goes on to do the calculations that put a man on the moon. She earns a Presidential Medal of Freedom, has multiple NASA facilities named after her, and her story inspires the book and later the Oscar-nominated film of the same name, Hidden Figures. When asked about her accomplishments before passing away on February 24, 2020, at the age of 101, Katherine Johnson humbly repeated, I was just doing my job. And what a wonderful job she did. Thanks for tuning in to Incredible Feats. For more episodes of Incredible Feats, follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other ParCast shows, all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information on Katherine Johnson, check out NASA's online archives or Margot Lee Shetterly's book, Hidden Figures, The Untold True Story of Four African-American Women Who Helped Launch Our Nation Into Space. And you can find more of me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify or by checking out my true crime, history, and more podcast, Time Suck and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff and Maggie Admire. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. Fact-checking by Kara Makerline. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible Feet stars Dan Cummins.